Thank you for downloading Fun Employment Radio. Don't forget, when you're shopping on Amazon, to go to funemploymentradio.com first and click on the Amazon banner at the top of the page. It's free for you, and it helps us out tremendously. Thanks a lot. Here's the show. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. I mean, that is a quintessential Alaskan experience. Is it? Yeah, I mean, it's one of those things, um, as Gavin said, that, uh, that I guess you have to do. It's a rite wanna, of passage It's almost. a rite of passage if you want to do what the locals do. And <laughs> I fell for it too, I'm going to be honest. But as I looked around, I didn't really see anyone else eating the purple hot dogs. Okay, stop saying purple hot dogs. That like makes me nauseous. But it they were It still purple. makes me nauseous. You ate two of them. That was like four days ago. Yeah, I was hungry. Yeah. And they were free. Yeah. Oh, God. And there's that's where the problem was. But everything else was good. Hello. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. We have been uh, off the air for the last couple of days because... And off the grid, Greg. And off the... That, <laughs> boop, boop, boop. We were a little bit off the grid. A little bit off the grid. Not a little bit, a lot off the grid. So, some Sometimes, yeah, My we phone were off didn't the grid. work for like two days and, and it like... <laughs> Fully. I think that's because of our service, too. But well, yeah, yeah, we have, like, the wor- world's worst service. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Fun Employment Radio went up to Alaska over the uh, over the last few days, and we're going to get into talking about the entire story of that, except for the stuff that we already talked about, which was the show that we posted from there. Now, if you go to funemploymentradio.com, that will be episode 1419. This is episode 1420, so we're just going to kind of continue on the tales of it from that from, yeah. from where we left off, which I believe we were talking about. Um, Cape Cods. Cape Cods, which <laughs> the story of, of drinking Cape Cods that is in that last show. It's a cranberry vodka. The woman on the plane that was sitting next she to us. so obnoxious. So on the on the flight up there, uh, taking Fun Employment Radio to Alaska, um, she it was how it was her coping mechanism. And, and like I said, this whole story will be uh, will be on there on that on that episode that the one that you already heard. Well, and so let's be honest, the entire Alaska vacation was carved out around two like. The Cape Cod thing. Everything was talking about Cape Cods. Not just that show. It continued on for three more days. Yeah. By the way. Yeah. So we, yeah. we ended up t- just turning it into a thing. Like, do you even Cape Cod, bruh? Do you even Cape Cod, bruh? So that uh, that was that was kind of overlaid over the entire trip. But let's let's keep going on um, from where we were at. And um, we want to, you know, of course, say a big thank you to, to Gavin. To my buddy Gavin, our, our buddy Gavin, who was our yeah, he's tour not just guide. Your buddy. He's my buddy too, Greg. Well, I've known him since I was five. So oh I my god, I've known him for so much longer. Gavin is like the coolest dude in the world. Yeah, Gavin was basically our tour guide and uh, chauffeur essentially around uh, around Alaska while we were up there. And he was, it was awesome. He, he was, was he yeah, was big like thank the, you to him. the greatest tour guide. Yeah. Like he knows everything about yeah. Alaska and he's like passionate about Alaska. So it was cool. We learned so much just yes. riding around with him. Yeah. And, uh, and also, uh, Becky, uh, his uh, lovely wife was, was out of town or out of state, like not just out of town, out of state. Out of state. So it was me and so, the bros. So yeah. it was like a, it was a whole brodeo. Yeah. Yeah. That's for four days. It was Greg and Gavin and I like mm-hmm. in a van and yeah. camping for the most part. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's pretty much what it was. Ha- so... Um, so let's start off with the, the last spot we we ended with in fourteen nineteen episode fourteen nineteen was where we had done that podcast and then we were re- getting ready to go out in Anchorage for a little bit because we were oh, going to show yeah. you 
We were going to show you a couple of bars because I've been there a few times. I, I've been fortunate enough to do that and have between a, a couple of buddies who have lived up there on and off over the last like 12, 15 years or something. So I, I've been there a few times, but there are, there are essential places that you need to go mm-hmm. when you go up there. And the first place we went to was not one that I normally, I mean, I guess over the last couple of times I've gone there um, just because of Gavin is close to it, but it's his neighborhood bar. Now, Gavin um, lives in a, not the nicest part of uh, Anchorage. He lives in... Fairview. 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 Yeah. Which, if you know Anchorage, it's uh, it, there's there's a there's crack. There's literally there's there's a lot of crack. Uh, there's, there's a lot of crack. There are more like I thought Southeast Portland was bad. Like there are more crackheads per like block. Yeah. In Anchorage, Alaska, than I have ever seen ever. Yeah. yeah. It is like chock full of crazy people. Yeah. It's okay. And and this being your first experience up there, it's not what a lot of people think. Like a lot of people have this vision of what of what. Anchorage, is, and believe me, Alaska is fantastic, and there are some good parts of Anchorage. But Anchorage is a city with, um, it's got some, it's got some issues. No, it has super issues. Like I couldn't believe it. Like as yeah. we talked about in the last show, like driving in, there was a crazy guy running through traffic. There are the stabbing cabins. There's everything. Like <laughs> it is just. Oh, I witnessed, like as we were actually driving to the airport on the way out, like witnessed like people screaming at each other in the streets and oh, like, yeah. throwing things. I'm like Jesus. There's crazy people up there. It I is, mean, it's it's kind of a crazy thing to do to move yeah. up to Alaska and live there. Yeah, and yeah. You you got to be a special. Kind kind of person to mm-hmm. do that. Um, and, and the majority of people, I will say, are nice. They're still crazy in their own way, but they're nice crazy. Yeah. So we went over to this, uh, to address what we were talking about the, at the top of the show, we went to the local neighborhood bar, which is Crossroads. And and Crossroads is a, is a bar there in Anchorage. And we went there, and one of the th- main things is, you know, we were kind of hungry, and they had some free food that we could uh that we could get. Oh, because we were having our uh, Cape Cod spritzers. We were having Cape Cod spritzers. House. We had a As few you can drinks. Hear at the end of the show, yeah. uh, of the last show, yeah. Yeah, and so we had a few of those, and we're like, okay, we need to eat some food if we're going to last any longer. And we went over there, and, and this is like one of their big deals is they have free hot dogs and, by the way, and free Al- chili. And Alaska's expensive. Alaska is expensive. So, I mean, so that's where we're like, free hot dogs. Yeah. S- fucking sign me up. Yeah. Let's do this. Yeah. And so, so we went over there to get those, and I was hungry, and I ended up eating one, and I did notice they were a little oddly, the, the color was kind of odd. They they were sitting in this okay, boiling- stop. Oh, God, just stop, In this stop, boiling Greg. water. It was oh, just, a, it was basically a tub of hot dogs. A tub of hot dogs and a tub of It was a crock of pot of, of yeah. hot dogs, basically. Yeah. And- we, uh, I, I ended up eating one, and I was like, okay, that's that's enough. I just tried not to look at it. Sarah, however, you know how Sarah loves hot dogs. I do. She is Sarah Hot Dog Dylan oh, for a reason. Oh, stop trying to make that. That stick. is the nickname. Oh, it's God, gonna stick. You were like so desperate to make that a nickname. Sarah Hot Dog Dylan, and she ended up. Uh, how many? How many of those hot dogs did you? I did you, two. Was it four, three, two. Oh, shut. Two up. of them. No, I had. You had two, two of them. And I can't believe it. Like now, just even thinking about them, it makes me want to throw up. So the color of these hot dogs. Stop it! Okay, they were like light purple pink. Okay, it was gross. It was gross. It was gross. They, it was gross. They were purple. They, yeah, they were definitely. And as purple. we found out later, like someone's like, "Oh, ew, you you ate the purple hot dogs at Crossroads, huh? That's a rite of passage." I'm like, "Are you kidding?" <laughs> That's the worst phrase I've ever heard. Oh, I didn't even notice because I was so hungry. Yeah. So, ate a couple of purple hot dogs. Oh my god. Stop at the crossroads. That. The other crazy thing too was um the person who was at the bar, the bartender, the person who was at the bar, they're called bartenders even up there. So, this bartender girl turns out 
was from the same town where I grew up. She was from Monmouth. Yeah, she's younger than I am, but she is from Monmouth. That was funny when they were trying to figure out if they went to high school together. She's like, no, I wasn't trying I to figure that out. Well, she was. Yeah. She's like, I graduated 2008. And Greg's like, huh. Yeah, like, yeah, we're, we're a little older than you. We probably don't know any of the same people, but nonetheless, it was still odd that oh, here we are in the middle of Anchorage, Alaska, and the person bartending is from my tiny little hometown That's in Oregon. weird. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was really odd. So, so we did that. We... um hung out there and then went through for a little stroll to go downtown mm-hmm. to one of one of my favorite bars in Anchorage and it's it's kind of the place where I always have to go to every time I've, I go there and that is a place called Darwin's Theory. Yes. Now, by the time we got there, it was pretty packed. It's a pretty popular bar. It was super packed. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's kind of one of the main. It was kind of broed out a little. Uh, well, that's that's Anchorage. That's, yeah. That's how Anchorage is. Mm-hmm. Um. So so we got in there and uh, and had a couple of cocktails and kind of hung out for a bit and got to see Darwin's. Which, if you ever go to Anchorage, I do recommend going to Darwin's Theory, especially in the winter too. It's kind of a cool place to go to. It's mm-hmm. it's pretty awesome. Um. Went to Darwin's and then. Uh, one of uh, Gavin's friends and one of one of our friends, uh, Janice, who lives up there in Anchorage, what was uh, having people over to her house. No, I didn't know where she lived. No, but uh, we were like, yeah, okay, that sounds good. Let's go to an actual Alaskan house party. We're going to an Alaska house, an party. Alaska house party. And here's the thing: this is how Anchorage is. Like Anchorage, and just to describe a little bit of, about Alaska, like Anchorage is just this hub. I mean, it's a city. You know, there are some good things, there are some bad things, um, but it's just there, and it's right on the edge of wild country like right on the edge yeah of they it. say like there's anchorage and then there's alaska yeah basically and so you're you're right on the right on the cusp of actual wild territory and that's where she is she's technically in anchorage but she lives and imagine this like in portland like something like this where you just wouldn't see some, it wouldn't happen it doesn't happen or or in may, any major cities really in the in in the lower lower states like she is lives on a hillside she has electricity. She does not have water. And so we, we showed up there and literally she, in the middle of the woods. Like yeah, driving it's in the up middle a, of the woods. a gravel road, then we had to walk down a trail to like find her cabin. Yeah. Uh-huh. To find her cabin. And it's isolated. Like we are in Greg like things. <laughs> no, I want normal. Sarah. Yeah, I want Sarah yeah, to Yeah, let describe me say this it because, because you're making it sound like so normal. No, yeah, it was to me it's yeah, it's not that crazy. It was completely but. weird. We drove out into the middle of the woods, like we're taking all these like left and rights and left and rights, going up gravel roads, park on like the side of a gravel road, it's pitch black outside, hear music in the distance, and they're like, All right, we go down this way, so walk down a trail to this cabin in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> there are all these people I'm hearing like laughing and like people like there's a fire in the distance and we go down there and there's like this tiny little cabin. Okay, now let me ask you this, just from your from from the city's perspective, yeah. were you scared? I was scared. Were you nervous about it? I I was I wasn't nervous about mountain people, but I was nervous about like moose or bear or something. Yeah. Because we were on outside of Anchorage. Yeah. And so it was so weird. So we we show up and um and Janice is having this party, which is awesome, and people brought their own hammocks. And they were suspended in hammocks between the trees because it's a really thick, like, wooded area. It's like, we're in the woods. Yeah. It isn't, like, on a, in, like, a green belt or on the side of a road. Like, we're in the middle of the motherfucking woods. Yeah. And uh, I guess a moose had just, like, left that area. Yeah. Right when we got there. Like, mm-hmm. a moose had just run through. Uh, so we walk up. Uh, so everyone's hanging. There were, like, 12 people hanging <laughs> in their hammocks that they brought in the trees, watching a movie that's being projected onto, like, a shack uh-huh some sort of shack thing then you walk like up a little bit of a um up a little bit of a cliff and there's like a fire up there and people are sitting around the fire like drinking and like singing songs yeah it was the weirdest coolest <laughs> thing and they're like normal that is the most surprising thing about alaska is that people like 30s like 20s 30s 40s whatever normal people 
make the decision to live there in a cabin <laughs> in the woods. Like Janice, completely cool and normal. Yeah. Yet she lives in a in a cabin that doesn't have a functioning toilet. Yeah. Like in the woods, and that's how she lives. Well, it's living. got a functioning toilet. It's just not hooked up to any sewer system. Yeah. So I mean, it's she has a pee toilet in the the poop bucket. <laughs> so, to explain, <laughs> so to explain how that works, and I've I've seen these kinds of things before. Um, actually, pretty much in Alaska, uh, cabins and stuff, but. This one is this. I'm not going to get too graphic with it, but there's the toilet that it is not hooked up to any sewer system. It's not hooked up to a septic tank or anything like that. And you um, use it, and then you there's a there's a tray under or no, you dump in these chips that help grind up and um, like lime chips. Isn't yeah, it? it's like, like lime chips or something. Yeah. And then you crank, you turn this little crank and it mixes in with everything and then it dries it out and then eventually you, you have this little tray underneath. You take the tray out and then you got to dump that out once it uh, decomposes everything. It's this weird system, but that's 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 just a normal system mm-hmm. up there. And she showed us it because, you know, just in case the, you know, the need was you needed to use that. It's true. That's what I've realized about Alaska too. Like especially like you have to discuss pooping. Like mm. that's a thing. Like that it's is a topic. something. Yeah, it's a valid it topic. Is, it is yeah. a valid topic because there are there aren't a lot of places to go to the bathroom, and like it's just <laughs> it it's just you have to you have to discuss it like yeah. where it's going to happen. Yeah, Anchor- mm-hmm. uh, Alaska is where you poop, and so. So, uh, let's see. Yeah, it's saying this just sounds like a green toilet. I mean, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, that's that's kind of what it is. So, we uh, we hung out there, hung out around the fire, sang some songs uh, because there was, of course, a guitar. That's like a requisite, I think, thing to have if you're in Alaska. Well, you there was a ukulele as well. There was a ukulele, mm-hmm. and and it was just awesome. It was it was really really cool. It was so cool. Yeah. It felt special. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, wow. I don't think anybody like everybody gets this experience. Well, and just earlier that day, because uh, met, we met Gavin's friend Charlie, and he had taken some pictures because they were there. This was at night when we got there, but d- during the day, I guess there was a giant moose because they were in rut, and this moose. What was, does that uh, mean? Uh, means they're. Um, it means the moose are fighting uh, the the bull mooses are fighting each other to see who uh, gets the uh, sweet ladies. Oh, gets the sweet sweet love making. Yeah, that's it. So gotcha. they're real angry, and so they were. Oh, is that what Gavin was talking about? We kept saying like angry horny mooses. Yeah, that's yeah. that. That's that's what it is. Yeah, and so they they. Um, I guess there was one out there that was knocking its antlers on some trees or something like that. So he got some pictures of that, which he was right next to the house. Wow, right next to the house. So. So is that that kind of capped off that night after recording the, the that podcast up there, like how we rounded it out. It was fantastic. The next day, then we headed out of Anchorage, and that's kind of what you do when you get up there. You you hang out in Anchorage, and then then you get out of Anchorage. Mm-hmm. You know, and Gavin has uh, which there's a bunch of pictures of this uh, of this stuff too at Fun Employment Radio. Uh, dot com where we've got a, a photo album up there. Actually, uh, Facebook.com. Facebook.com. Facebook.com slash Fun Employment Radio. I made an entire album. There's like 100 pictures on there. Okay, so it's on our Facebook page. Yep. And so you can go there and take a look at that, and it's, this is where you'll see see a lot of the pictures of the stuff that we're talking about. So the, he's got this, uh, he's got a van again, which is a Westfalia. It's like the Volkswagen van. It is the coolest Van, like I, I have never like looked twice at a van again before, and after spending time in that, that by far is the best car that ever has existed. Yeah, it is so awesome. It's pretty fun. Now I kind of got stuck in the back, ah, which I wasn't think too it, bad. Which in was this time. awesome because since it was my first time in Alaska, I always got front seat, which was awesome. You did get front seat, but then Greg had to sit in the in the back seat, which in this case is the back of the van. Yeah. So Greg's like, I don't know, like eight feet back. Yeah, I was separated. I couldn't hear anything that you guys said for most <laughs> of the trip in Alaska. So I, Gavin was giving you like Gavin a Gavin and I had a ball. Yeah. yeah. 
No, I was in the back with the dog, uh, Nugget, who was, <laughs> who was uh, Gavin's dog, who was back there with me. So it was just me and Nugget in the back seat. I had my own experiences. It was, well, that sounds, that sounds weird when I say it like that, but I had my own uh, Yeah, it sounds like views. you did something to Nugget. Yeah, that's it, it kind of does. <laughs> no, it was basically me and Nugget fighting for the seat, and then that was, that's kind of And then Nugget won. Yeah, Nugget won yeah. every time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, n- I, Nugget, yeah. Nugget won. established dominance, and Greg just gave up. Yeah, that's pretty much what happened. Yep. 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 I, I can admit that. So, so I was back there with Nugget, and... We uh, we headed out of Anchorage and ended up uh, heading to the Matanuska Glacier, Matanuska Glacier, um, which is about two hours ish. Yeah, north. Yeah. Uh, well, by the way, northern east. Okay, north. Sorry, northeast. Oh yeah, it is because yeah, it kind of yeah, goes that way. North. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So on the way there, we drove through. So it was beautiful out there. We drove through, uh, particularly this area, off of the Glen Glen Allen Highway. Glen Allen Highway. Yes. Where. Uh, no, we were talking about that movie before we left, Frozen Ground, about the guy, yes. Robert Hansen, who was uh, kind of a, a well-known person in Anchorage, and he was the guy who was arrested after being found guilty of uh, basically kidnapping prostitutes, holding them <laughs> in his cabin, then flying them in his plane into the middle of the woods and hunting them for sport and then, like, murdering them. And they said, yeah, like... Yeah, and that's a true story. And it's a true story. This this guy actually did this, Robert Hansen. And... Uh, so anyway, so Gavin knew that I was that I'd just seen Frozen Ground. He's like, "Hey, that's one of the first things you talked about." I know when you got up there. You're I like, know. Have you seen Frozen Ground? Have you seen Frozen Ground? Um, yeah, he was known as the Butcher Baker because he was a baker. baker, but he was very wealthy. Mm-hmm. And there is a there's a movie that's not very good. It, w- it wasn't very well done, but there's a movie about him with um, John Cusack and what Nicolas Cage or something like that. Yeah, it's yeah. John Cusack, Nicolas Cage. Yeah. So, but this guy was well known in Anchorage, and yeah, he would secretly uh, kidnap prostitutes, fly them out in his bush plane because everybody's got planes up there you know that's that's one of the other main things mm-hmm. like they, they've all got these planes and would fly uh fly them to this particular part of the yeah. woods now in the movie it makes it look like it's like way far out but gavin's like oh no no, no. do you want to see where he murdered all the prostitutes i'm like yeah, yes please <laughs> and so as we're driving we go down we're probably only like an hour like probably 45 minutes outside of anchorage yeah and so yeah and so he basically just flew these people like these prostitutes like out into the woods mm-hmm. and then hunted them for sport which but, is so fucked up but that's why i'm saying you're so close to complete wild nature from anchorage exactly like you can be Hunting prostitutes for sport. Yeah, and nobody no one knows will it. ever know. Yeah, no one will ever know out there. Well, I guess somebody did eventually <laughs> know, but that took a took You'll a while. You'll get away with it for a long time. Yeah, you can get away with yeah. it for a long time. That's not a that's not an advice. That's not something that we're saying. You know, here's where you should go. Don't do this. hunt prostitutes. If you want to do sport. it, I guess if we need to make an actual statement about this, don't hunt prostitutes for sport. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not okay to do. But if you were going to do it, this is the place to do it. So that's <laughs> Jesus a, Christ, great. I mean, I'm just saying. I mean, that's it's. it's but true. don't do it. But don't do it. Don't no, do don't it. do it. Okay. So anyway. We were cruising in the uh, in the van again, and we end up uh, heading up to the Matanuska Glacier. So that's about two two to three hours outside which, of Anchorage. May I just say, uh, in Alaska, mountains are gigantic. They were giving me an anxiety attack because they were so fucking big. Yeah, they are so big. I can't even stress like if you look at like Mount Hood. That's nothing. That's like a third of like one of the smallest mountains in Alaska. Yeah. It's yeah. insane how big they were. It yeah. made me. It freaked me out because you're driving through these giant <laughs> mountains. I was like, well, I, and those weren't even the biggest mountains. I know those aren't the biggest through. ones. I know. Yeah, but they are. They're and they're really sheer cliffs mm-hmm. that that go up there. I mean, they're really, really steep mountains. So you drive through this. It's beautiful at the same time, and you're driving through this, and it's 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 pretty incredible. Uh, it's being noted in chat. Are they like the mountains in Utah? I mean, yes, uh, but I can. It's like. 
Alaska is essentially is a whole bunch of Rockies mountain chains, but I mean they're all up there at the same time. Yeah. Like it's it's everything, every mountain range on steroids, and then there's multiple ones of them. Like yeah, it's, it was freaky. it's hard to actually describe it until you see it. But I mean, it re- and I know that sounds douchey to say, but it really is. All right, no, let me tell. So, like uh, from my perspective, I was looking out the window, so I'm in the front seat looking out the window. Me looking to my right out a window, I could not see the top of the mountains. That's how like it filled my entire window. Yeah. Like and we were and we were far away from them. Yeah, we were always away from yeah, them. It yeah, it was it's insane how big they are. Yeah, and that's on both sides and it's just it, it's just a lot of mountains. And all so I could we... keep thinking is just uh like through my head the entire time it was just the sound of music. <laughs> I was thinking <laughs> if the hills are alive because <laughs> they're just so giant. They're enormous. Well, and you drive out there and you go to by these like little tiny towns that are off the side Chickaloon. of this highway. Yeah, like Chickaloon. And it's just like, who who lives out here? Yeah. What kind of people are out here? Because there's lots of places where you can live off of the grid, but these are people that live in these these tiny towns, and there's weird stuff that's like old mining equipment because there's really nowhere to throw anything away. It's not like you can sell off a lot of stuff. If somebody doesn't want it, it just it's just got to sit there. Mm-hmm. You're in Alaska. You can't like haul it. There's, there's not a lot of places to haul it off to. Yeah. Or you sell scrap or something like that. So you find a lot of like old buildings and old uh, old uh, mining equipment and things like that mm-hmm. just on the side of the road. They're just sitting there that some at some point got abandoned, you know, two decades ago. <laughs> Nobody's bothered and to pick no, it up. Yeah, it's just yeah. It's, that's where it's going to sit. That's where it'll be. And and so it's it's pretty fascinating to to see all that stuff. So we drove out to the Matanuska, which is a giant glacier. Um, you know, it's all part of this string of glaciers, but it's this giant glacier that is uh, that is that is there off the Glen Allen Highway, and it is really impressive. You can see it for. I don't know, 45 minutes before you actually get to yeah. it. Probably riding on riding along the highway. And when you Which you get guys, to by it, the way, a glacier is not an iceberg. Okay. Sarah, yes, uh, based on their show 2 days ago, she was um that's it's a uh, glacier is just uh that's so we're talking about a giant iceberg, right? This is sitting no. on the land. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, it was a glacier, so it was it was really it's really um I don't know. I, again, it's one of those things and I and I feel bad doing this, but I don't really know how to describe it exactly. It's so massive and overwhelming to see this thing it's hard to comprehend that this is real that this is like millions of year old packed ice mm-hmm. that's right there in front of you and you're looking at the that toe of it that is carved out the landscape carved out the landscape at. and yeah. you're looking at the toe of it where it's melting away now here's something though that's odd with Alaska so this is how you know when the people went up there and uh, the, the original people that came up there and, and were settling the land um you just staked claims and we're like okay this is my mountain now mm-hmm. and you could just stake this thing there is some family that staked the claim to where the toe of this glacier is so it's private land that you go on to go to a glacier which just seems foreign to me like, I don't understand that. how they can own something how it's that's not public land. Of years old yeah. yeah but also we're from Oregon where they do that a lot is I mean, it really like, millions of years old yeah Jesus. Well, thousands, thousands at least, yeah. thousands, maybe not millions. Okay, maybe, maybe I, maybe I over overshot it with that. At least thousands and thousands of years old, um, and so, so uh, it, it's just strange though. You have to. You have to pay to go down to the glacier. Yeah, so you're paying which, somebody to go on their private property to see something that's thousands of years old. To walk to walk onto their glacier. But that's just how it is. And yeah. That's, that's what you got to do. And that's fine. It's worth it. I will say this. It is worth it. And we decided that we were going to um, that we were going to camp there. There's some campsites you can do on this private land. Normally, you know me. You know how against I am paying for camping. Yes. Uh, especially in Alaska. Like, you just don't do it except for this case. And that's what Gavin said too. Yeah. Gavin's an avid camper as well. Yeah. And this is worth it. 
It's expensive, but it's worth it to camp there. And the reason is because you camp you camp next to this glacier. Like the view from your campsite is this gigantic, gigantic glacier. The, the view from our picnic table was a silt beach. And a glacier. And again, we have these pictures uh, at facebook.com slash funemploymentradio. So, and by the way, if you get to go to the Matanuska Glacier, go to Campsite 15. Campsite 15, yes. That's where Cap- we were. Campsite 15. So they're, I think they have like one through like 16 or 17. Yes. 15 is the one that we went to. And even the lady at the front said that was the best campsite. Yes. And it was awesome. And it, and it was. So you were basically about a 10, 15 minute walk away and you can walk out onto this glacier. You can walk, you walk at your own risk. You sign a whole bunch of waivers when you go there saying, you know, if you're going to walk out on it, well, you know, go ahead. They've got, they've got kind of a safer area you can go before you really get up onto it. And then after that, it's do whatever you want. You really should be wearing, um, whatever they called, uh, you know, climbing shoes with, with, uh, with spikes, like yeah. spiked shoes to go out much further than where we did. But you can do it. You can walk out. It's free. It's free country. You can go walk as much as you want on that glacier and you're free to fall off of it and die mm-hmm. if you want to. Because yep. you signed the waiver. So you're free <laughs> to do that. I know, and they're not responsible. Nope. Nobody's going to be responsible. Nobody's going to come get you. So so we, we did end up doing that. We'll talk about that here in a second. However, when we got to the campsite, um, I want to ask Sarah this because I didn't really get into it with you then because I wanted to get your reaction afterwards. Okay. Now... As you know, there are bears and moose in Alaska. Yes. Um, you are, are there? aware of this. Yeah, well, well, we'll explain that. Okay. So, but uh, when you got there, were you nervous? I was totally nervous. Okay. Because you played it off all right. Well, I wanted to look cool in front of Gavin. Yeah. I didn't want to look like I was like, I don't know, that I was a wimp or something. Yeah, I'm no wimp. Well, because you don't realize how remote it is because, like, joking about it, like, you're like, oh, oh, bears. I'm like, oh, fuck, bears. Like, when you're out there. There really are bears. There really are bears. And, like, Gavin was even talking about it. He's like, oh, yeah, they're everywhere. You just don't see them. Mm -hmm. He's like, but even if you don't see them, he's like, they are everywhere and they see you. Yeah. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, that's scary. (laughs) Like, oh, my God. It's like there are bears and moose watching me right now. Yeah. Well, the yeah, moose, um, there were moose pellets all over the place. There were. were. Yeah. And there were some bear some bear scat is the proper proper terminology. Okay. Some bear shit uh, all over there too. It's, but we we didn't end up seeing any uh, any animals there. And I'm going to say this right now before before we talk about the glacier stuff and the weird thing. Sarah didn't see any animals, and this is strange to me. Okay, I've been going up to Alaska for, like I said, uh, several times. Every time, I see at least moose. I've seen only seen bears once. Bears are actually that, that's pretty rare to see, from what I understand, unless you're like at a salmon spawning river or something mm-hmm. like that. Um, but the, everyone sees moose. Yeah, yeah, it's everywhere. The first time I went up there, just we were just driving down one of the main highways in Anchorage, and there was a giant bull moose just sprinting down the road where everybody was pulling over to get it out of its way before it jumped off of the highway. I mean, it was just a normal thing. Um, but Sarah did not see any. I the only animal I saw the entire fucking time I was in Alaska was one squirrel. I saw one <laughs> squirrel that ran in front of Gavin's car and he almost squished and he didn't, but it was like, that is the only that is the only animal. And I stared at the woods. I looked for mountain goats. Uh-huh. I looked for moose. I looked for bears. I looked for anything. Absolutely nothing. Nothing existed except for one squirrel. And you know, like, people with their dogs. That's it. Like, like dogs, like human-owned dogs and one squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the only animals that I saw. Well, you saw some birds and stuff like that. But well, I guess. I mean, yeah, that doesn't really count. Yeah, though. not even too many. You saw birds. some whales. You saw some beluga whales. I saw the tip of a tail of a beluga whale. Well, there's. It was still that counts. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was very strange. Um, the thing that I think was going on is, I believe there was some kind of a hunting season going on, and plus with the moose being in rut, maybe they were all off, 
off somewhere else doing whatever they do. I don't know how. Everybody would talk about, oh yeah, there was moose uh, over there just uh, just a little bit ago, and never never ended up happening. So Sarah is in somehow repelled the animals away from us, which I guess is a good thing in a way. In a way, that's a good that's a good trait. I I looked for them forever, like everywhere because we, we drove long ways, and Gavin was actually going out of the way to like drive through places. Like, well, I bet we'll see some moose over here. Didn't see anything. Yeah. I do not believe <laughs> that bear or moose exist in Alaska. I think it's a big lie. I think it's uh, I think, think it's, it's Obama. I think he's lying. I think he has people like put fake poop around to make it look like they're Obama actually there. is part of it. It's Obama. It's a conspiracy. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, there there's there's Sarah's conspiracy theory. Well, it stayed there at the uh, at the glacier, and uh, it was fantastic. There was some something bizarre where. There was this group carrying off. Now, you say you didn't see any wild animals. There was, I believe, a stuffed yak that someone was called. I don't think it was stuffed. It was it moving. It was stuffed. It was stuffed. It was moving. It was wagging its well, tail. Well, then you saw an head. animal. You just went off on your tirade of how you didn't see an animal. That wasn't a real animal, though. How is that? How is a yak not because a real animal? Because it was animal? being carried by people on a platform. That was the weirdest thing ever. I don't think it was alive. But it was these people that were carrying it out for some kind of photo shoot under the glacier. It's hard to even explain. There are pictures. It doesn't make sense. That yeah. you can take a look at and, and take a look at the pictures. And I don't. I don't really know how to ex- explain that one either. There, there were people carrying a yak on a platform out onto a glacier. Now I think it was a stuffed yak. Uh, Gavin and Sarah think it was alive. I, I I don't I know. I saw it moving its head and its tail moved. I don't know if it was like animatronic or something. I don't know. Were they taking a robot yak on the glacier? I don't Gavin know. Actually, like, Gavin's lived in Alaska for what, almost 10 years, and he was like, honestly, this is the weirdest thing I've ever seen. Yeah, he was like, I've never seen... Oops. I've never seen anything like that. Yeah. Uh, so it was it was strange. So there's that. You may see some... You see some random crazy things sometimes, uh, sometimes up there. Um... So from there, though, the next day, ended up eating at the Long Rifle Lodge, and that is where you at least got to see a lot of dead animals. <laughs> yes, so you got to see a lot of stuffed animals. You got to see a lot of stuffed animals, but you got to see the whole gamut. You got I to see the, the whole, whole the whole, you know, from, uh, I, well, I don't know if there was a polar bear in there, but there was... There uh, wasn't a, was that a polar bear, the big standing one? I think it was a grizzly. No, that was a grizzly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was a brown bear. There was a, there were a couple of brown bears, there was a black bear, there was a mountain goat, a musk ox, um... Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I'm like random. <laughs> I think that. Oh yeah, oh, there's saying, a beaver. Oh yeah, I keep saying yak. It's it's a musk ox. I, I I don't know why I keep doing that. I keep mixing up the two. Um. Anyway, musk ox. That's what's up there. Not mm-hmm. a yak. Yeah. Well. Um. So so yeah, eating at this long rifle lodge. And here's where there's something weird. Now you're talking about serial killers, and you talk about how there's weird people in Alaska, and that is the place to do it. If you want to, don't do it. Don't go hunt prostitutes Greg, in Alaska. Stop it. Well, no, don't do it. That's what I'm saying. Stop. It sounds like you're telling people to hunt prostitutes no, in Alaska. No, I am absolutely a categorically Jesus. against hunting prostitutes in Alaska. Just some people do that. So we're sitting there at this place. It's called the Long Rifle Lodge, which if you ever go there, I definitely recommend stopping by there. It's uh, good food. Sarah got to eat some reindeer. I ate some reindeer. Reindeer is delicious. Yeah. Uh, Rudolph is uh, absolutely delicious. Mm-hmm. And so we're, we're sitting there eating and the time of day we were there and since it was, I guess this was Labor Day, there weren't very many people around. So it was, it was kind of nice. We kind of had the place to ourselves until this one uh, older gentleman came in and he he uh, sat down immediately. He sat down next to a table right next to us. There's plenty of other tables. I don't know why he sat next to us, but he threw down his stuff. This this guy was probably in his 60s, uh, 60s <laughs> maybe 70s. I forgot about this guy. And so he threw down his stuff, oh, and I'm he so went glad outside. You that. And he went outside with his camera, and he just started taking pictures of the glacier, which that's absolutely what you do because this thing, this restaurant, overlooks it, so you can you can see it from while you eat, which which is half the reason why it's so cool. And so 
this guy's taking pictures, comes back inside, sits down. He's kind of huffing around a little bit and then decides he needs more pictures and goes back outside and takes the same pictures again and then sits down and he's, he's ordering his food. And Sarah had her back to him. This is when we were getting towards ready to leave. And this is when he, he was, he was looking at, you were wearing a fun employment radio hoodie with our logo on the back, which has our faces on it, you know, silhouettes of us. And he was looking at it and he looked over at me. He's like, excuse me, is that you on the back of that shirt? On the back of her there sweatshirt? Yeah. And uh, and I was like, yes, it is. He's like, oh, yeah, I recognized you. And then he, it was kind of nice. You know, not that he recognized the show or anything, but he just recognized that, that it looked like me. Greg just likes to be recognized. Well, whatever. I mean, it yeah. was it was it, whatever. So so we're talking to him for a second and, you know, just talking about, oh, have you ever been here before? Here's this. And this is when he went into... I don't know what what was I don't know what was going on. So he looked at us. He's like, "Yep, I come here every summer. Uh, every summer with my wife. Me and my wife come here every summer. Yep, and we always eat here, and we love eating the pie here because they have really good they pie. They have the That's, best pie. This is what me and best my wife rhubarb pie. This is what me and my wife do every year. And I was looking at him, and he didn't have a wife there. There was nobody with him. He was there nobody. by himself. Yes, and which. Fine, maybe his wife was back at a hotel or something. But the way he at told a hotel, the story, we're in the middle of nowhere. There, there are no hotels. There are no there. hotels. No, there aren't. I don't know what he. I don't know. It was so strange because he he's kept like, referencing this wife, and we're like, well, he's always saying, and he's just like taking his time, taking photos, like getting another piece of pie because it's real good. And him and his wife come there every year. We're like, is she in the? Is she in the trunk? I don't know. Where is she? That's <laughs> where? The thing. I don't know where the wife was. I didn't ask because I didn't want to know. I didn't want to know what was going on there. But he referenced the fact that he and his wife eat at this restaurant every year when they come back here and they come there, uh, you know. I don't know. It was re- it was very strange. Mm-hmm. No, I, he never referenced where his wife was. Never. He never talked about where she was or why she wasn't there with him because it was a main topic of conversation for him. She never referenced why. Never. So that's <laughs> there's those kinds of people. Again, don't go hunt prostitutes in Alaska. So... <laughs> We ended up heading back into Anchorage, and there was a a big uh, rainstorm kind of came in, which is good for up there because they've been had a very dry summer as well. They need some uh, <laughs> they need some, some some rain as well. Somebody in the live chat, funemploymentradio.com slash live, stranded in Bakersfield, just said uh, his wife was out getting her Cape Cods. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Cape Cod, bro. Do you even Cape Cod, bro? You need to, sounds like we need a little bit of Cape Cod action. Oh, my God. That was the fu- – okay, A, we're all stupid. I know this. B – Every sentence, like we could be having a serious conversation and Greg and Gavin would get me every time and be like, all right, cool. We should uh, hike up to the glacier and then uh, we should probably get some killing for a fire and then probably make a Cape Cod. Yeah. And then we'll have a Cape Cod and then <laughs> we'll go uh, take a look and see if there's any wildlife around, get a Cape Cod and uh, probably settle in for the night and start a fire and make another Cape Cod. So <laughs> it was just a thing. It just <laughs> became Cape a Cods tick. Are disgusting. It became a tick that, that we just <laughs> kept doing. So... Anyway, headed back into Anchorage, and this uh, since the rainstorm was coming in, we were planning on going down to Camp and Hope that night. A couple of different things, which we did go there, so we'll tell the story of that um, after after this next night out, which there were some good things with that. Uh, but it, because of the rainstorm and because where we were going, there's one particular like tiny little bar in the middle of nowhere that we really wanted to go to, and it was going to be closed that day. And we we're just like, you know, with the rain, that that's going to take away from some of the experience. And since we only have a short amount of time, mm. let's switch days of what we were going to do, and we'll do um, we'll do another uh, night in Anchorage just to take Sarah to some of these other places that we didn't know if we were going to end up having time to do. Yeah, and I'm glad we did. Yeah. So we went to this place called 
Chilkoot Charlie's. Now, Chilkoot Charlie's is... A, it's a it's like about eight bar it's one bar technically but it's got about eight different bars in it like so two under music one, venues yeah. two yeah under one management yeah and under one, one building. roof yeah, yeah under one roof but all of these different bars and you can go to each one of them they're all kind of set up as separate bars but you just walk all indoors to all of these different places and especially for a place which was like, so confusing because I walked in I'm like all right so this is Chilkoot Charlie's yeah. And then walk in, and then Gavin and Greg are like, "You want to go see the other bars?" I'm like, yeah. "What are you talking about?" Yeah, there's so many other bars that are in there, and so so we sat down at the main bar and you know got a drink and and kind of hung out and took it took in. It's it's got all of these. It's it's really it really is a cool place to go to during the day. During the night, don't go there. I, I would I wouldn't recommend going there at night because yeah, wasn't it, someone talking about how someone got stabbed in the neck? Uh, yeah. Well, no, that's I believe uh, somebody commented on our Facebook. Yeah. I think Tony might have done that, but yeah, no, it's it's true. It, that is a place where there's a lot of shootings. There's a lot of there's a lot of violence that happens there mm-hmm. at night. Don't go there at night. When we were there, it was fine. So they have all these elaborate like wood carvings and everything's everything's very immaculate as far as how the decorations are, or at least there's a lot going on. Whether it's immaculate or not, I guess that's a kind of yeah. But there's a lot going. There are on. like wood carvings and murals and Christmas lights and yeah, <laughs> and like stools made out of kegs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's being noted uh, like a bar mall. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, mm. yeah. It's kind of like a little mall for bars. And so we we had it. We had a couple of drinks and then. Um, we really wanted to take Sarah to this one in there called the Birdhouse. So the Birdhouse uh, used to be a famous bar off of uh, off of the Seward Highway, which is outside of Anchorage. It was in, in the middle of nowhere, and it was a very famous bar. And then uh, when the earthquake happened, and and the the bartender kind of regaled me with this. I remember hearing this a long time ago, but I didn't remember the actual story. So the in the when they had the giant earthquake, which shaped a lot of how Alaska is, like it changed. Like most of the buildings are post. What, was it 1960? I think was the big Alaska earthquake. They had this giant earthquake that totally changed a whole bunch of um, a bunch of Alaska. Yeah, and it sunk a lot of like towns into like the bay and into the into the ocean. And so it's a lot of buildings, especially around Anchorage, are post that. Yeah, because it devastated it. In 1964, it was was the earthquake. And this was one of the bars that, that during that earthquake, it didn't sink into the into the water, but it did shift the building so much that it it the building ended up being at an angle, you know, like say a uh, I don't know fifteen degree angle, or ten degree angle. Yeah, probably like fifteen. And yeah. so the bar itself was slanted, but they still kept it open, and they kept this building open for years and years afterwards. And you would go in there, and it just became the stopping point where the you set your drink down, and then you have to put a napkin under it so, you, so your drink doesn't slide all slide the way off away, the beer. Yeah. But you sit at this slanted bar, and as you uh, the what happened was it, eventually the building did collapse, and so they had to you know that was it. There's nothing to do. The, the building collapsed, but these these guys who owned uh, Chilkoot Charlie's ended up buying the rights to it and may recreated it inside this giant conglomerate they have. So you walk into it and it's like you're in a little cabin bar. Yeah, and it has and, and they have all the same bartenders who've been working there for like 40 years yeah. or whatever, 50 years. Yeah. Yeah. And the wall the walls and ceilings are covered in bras. That's one of their things. Yep. Uh girls uh place their bras in there and they're so it's like covered in bras hanging everywhere. It's completely lewd um penis jokes and and dildos and and just it's it's 
a definite it's an amazing it's, experience. It's crass and really crass. Hilarious. Really crass. Yeah. And the bar is as Greg was saying at an angle. Yeah, they and, recreated it at the angle. And the bells. So they have these bells that are in there and they're they're kind of in, there's like two or three of them that are embedded into the bar and if you ring that bell what's supposed to happen is everybody if you ring the bell you have to buy everybody sitting around the bar a drink be it a beer or a shot whatever it's generally i guess you're choosing but you have to do that like that's yeah. that's like the code like you can't really back out of it and so if you i mean i guess you could they probably just kick you out but yeah you ring the bell and then you're supposed to do that but the bells are kind of situated there where it's they're sneaky. Yeah, they're sneaky. Now, you can't just bump it and ring it, but it's right there, and you might like look at it, and like if you don't know what it is, you might put your hand on it just to see what it is and then accidentally ring it. Oh, my and you God. And you could get in a lot of trouble. I was when- so freaked out I was going to accidentally hit the bell because like it's, a, it's like law, basically. Yeah. And if you ring the bell, uh, Gavin was telling us it's basically like $300. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's just like, all right, if you, if that's going to be like the, the price of a round. Yeah. Which the drinks are really fucking expensive. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Alaska is very expensive yeah. for when it comes to drinks and stuff like that. That's one thing to know. It, well, I mean, you figure they got to ship every, a lot of stuff up there. Um, so we, we luckily did not ring the bell. However, there's another thing. And I guess we'll, we'll just go ahead and spoil this because even if you do know what it is, you should still go there because we posted the video of this. Now, this video is on our YouTube page. It's also at our funemploymentradio.com uh Facebook page and Twitter. You can see this uh, yes. several different ways. And this is what's called uh, calling the ptarmigan. So the ptarmigan. And are we going to say? And are we going to say that? Yeah. Yeah. So I. So oh. Greg. Oh. Oh. What? What the? Okay. Never mind. No. Uh, so the uh, calling the ptarmigan is this running joke. I fell for it the first time I went there. I've seen um, other people fall for it it's just what you do it's like a rite of passage to go to the birdhouse and since we posted the video we'll go ahead and we'll go ahead and say what it is so it's a uh, that a ptarmigan is the alaska state bird and as you're as you're sitting there so our bartender's name was wanda wanda was 80 years old wanda was 80 she was wearing a dick apron she'd been working at the birdhouse or some form of the birdhouse for like 30 60 years i don't no, know no, no, like 50 years I think. Uh, yeah yeah could, yeah like, sounds, she sounds was there right. during the earthquake Oh, yeah, that's right. That. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, she was there during the earthquake. So, for a long time. So, that's 50 years. <laughs> Jesus yeah. Christ. Yeah. Wow, Wanda. Yep. And so, Wanda Wanda is fantastic. And there's another guy there, too, who's really cool. But what, this was Wanda who was uh, working this time. And Wanda was amazing. What she does is she tells the history of, uh, of the bar. And then she will bring out a horn and she will talk about calling the ptarmigan, which there's a little window in there that looks outside and you, it's a French horn kind of, well, not French. Yeah. I guess a, is that a French horn? It's a bugle. It's kind no, of a bu- it's not a bugle. like a thin, what kind of horn is that? I don't, you don't need to look it up right now. No, I want to know what kind of horn it, it is because it matter. is, well, it's kind of specific because of the fact of how it aims. Yeah. It's a, it's a French horn. Okay. So you, uh, you, she, she'll pick somebody from the bar. Mm-hmm. You know, and and she'll ask who's heard this story before, and you pick a pick a person and you have them go to the uh, to the window to the window to call the ptarmigan. And so you're supposed to hold this horn up here, and there's like a ptarmigan that's supposed to be across the street, and it and it responds to the horn. Um, here's the spoiler. If you don't want to hear the spoiler, well then uh, skip forward about uh, sixty seconds. Yeah. Here's the spoiler. Uh, the, <laughs> the the horn is full of. Of uh, flower. Of flower. And so the way the horn works, it points right back at your face, and you 
blow on it, and it shoves all the powder powder right into the person who's blowing yes, on it. Yes, it just face. It blows right into your face. <laughs> and everybody watches and videos it, and we have video of Sarah doing this, calling the Tarbigan wearing. <laughs> it's it's pre- it's pretty funny. It's really funny to see somebody do it. Uh, Sarah did it. I think I took you it were as a good like sport. A good sport. Yes. You were a good sport with it. And that, that was really surprised me. Yeah. Yeah. But then you guys were like, but then I felt like it, it shocked me. But then I realized that it was awesome that, you know, because there were other people on the bar and out of everybody, she picked me to do it. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. And then afterward, Wanda was like, and she's like, I didn't like the looks of the other people. I liked you. <laughs> Is that what like, she said? Uh-huh. <laughs> and she's like, oh, honey. And then she gave me like her business card. I'm like, I want to fly Wanda here to like be a bartender for one of our events or something. Uh, Wanda is fucking awesome. Wanda is amazing. Yes. Wanda is fantastic. The 80 year old bartender at the birdhouse. Yes. <laughs> at Chilkoot Charlie's in Alaska. Um, so, so that was, that was awesome. We ended up, uh, yeah, it took you, let's see, where else did we go? Went to a couple other bars in there and then went to the Buckaroo Club, which is, eh, it's all right. Yeah. It's there. Yeah, it's yeah. there. It, that's not a mainstay that you need to go to. Mm-hmm. Um, and then kind of call it a night for that night because we had a big day the next day. And this was the day where we were heading out to show you, Sarah, and, and I love going there. It's been a long time since I've been there. Obviously, it's not like I live there. And to, to show some of the places along the way to get to Hope. So you drive south of Anchorage and you go around the, what's called the Turnigan Arm. Mm-hmm. And so the Turnigan Arm is this giant jet of water that goes in there with a really extreme tide. So when it comes in, it, it's like it looks like a running river when it goes in. Yeah. And then when it comes out, it's, it's you know, the it same looks thing like reversed. you can walk across, but yeah, but you, you cannot. cannot walk across. No. <laughs> and so you drive around this thing and it takes about an hour and a half to two uh, hour and a half two hours to drive all the way around it at the other end is a little town called Hope and that was where we were heading to before we went to Hope though we stopped off at uh, Girdwood Girdwood is a little resort town that's it's where Alieska Ski Resort is and it's where my buddy Nate lived for many years so that was his town he he wanted to, he wanted to live there. He lived in Girdwood. He used to commute to Anchorage, which is crazy because that's it's a quite a long drive, especially where Nate lived. So that and that's what we decided to do. Now, that told, was bizarre. And I told Sarah for years, and and Nate said it too. I was like, no, Nate lived in a cabin way up in the woods in Alaska. And when I when I think of someone living in a cabin, I thought he lived in like a shack in the middle of the woods. <laughs> like I really did. I don't like you don't. I don't know what a cabin in Alaska looks like, except for like yeah. the one we went to it's the an party a, at. An A-frame cabin. Yeah. yeah, an A-frame cabin. And so we get up there. So it's like so you're like there's Girdwood, the downtown town. You go like eight miles up a mountain, up a gravel road, up a gravel road, and you get into this territory where again, I mean, you are off the grid up there. So everybody's got generators. They provide their own water. They, I mean, it's just completely their own. Uh, sewage system, you know, whatever, septic tank or however you want to do it, or, uh, you know, grind up your poop and throw it away or whatever Janice does. And so you, <laughs> you, you get up there, you are, you are in no man's land. There's, you know, there's really not going to be much police that are going to be around there. No. There's not going to have to, you may have a park ranger every now and then or occasional state trooper that will come up there, but really you're, you're off on your own. It's in wild country and you get up in there and yeah, it's about eight miles up, up off of Goodwood. And we got up in there and to show to show you, and this is the Crow Creek Mine Road, so there's an old mine up there as well. You get up there and then you got to see where Nate lived. Now, Nate lived, and I kid you not, and there's pictures of this, uh, about, uh, I don't know, a thousand yards below the base of a, of a glacier. His yeah. window, you look, you look out on a glacier from his window. That's insane. It's pretty, it's pretty incredible. I was there once years ago and it's, it's yeah, it's off the grid. 
I mean, it's it's very much you mm-hmm. were out there in this, and that's where he lived for like three years, I guess. I don't even think I went up there when he lived there. Three three or so years that he lived up there off the grid. That's insane. And there's people that do this, and that's what. And that's the most. Think? That's the most surprising thing about Alaska is that normal people move there, yeah. and they just live off the grid like that. Yeah. So have you? Uh, w- what do you think? Would you ever be able to do that? To live off like that? Um. Honestly, no, probably not. I mean, I wouldn't like I could do it for like a month or something, sure. but not not sure. forever. Yeah, it takes a special kind of person. I don't not, think I could do it. No, no, I couldn't. I couldn't live off of that. No, you for couldn't. That Are long. you kidding me? I saw you without your phone for a day, and you're just like, oh, I'd be fine for a while. Yeah, I'm. As I'm, long as absolutely. you can charge it and play your pool game. No, that is not true at all. <laughs> you are making shit up right now. That is not true at all. Uh, but. Yeah, there's there's no way there's no way I'd be able to be able to live like that for for that long. Um, but, but it's fascinating, it. like how many normal people actually do that. See, they're normal, but not normal. Yeah, they're normal for up there. That's not a normal thing to do, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they are nice. Yeah, they're nice. I, I will say that. And so so I went up there and, and ended up uh, riding, uh, driving all the way up to this trailhead that's up there, and uh, came back down, went to Chair Five, which is a bar there in town. Had the best deep dish pizza. They have some deep dish pizza. And, so good. And uh, I always just call it Nate's Bar because that's where Nate used to hang out. That was his place. Mm-hmm. And it is uh, also a whole lot of dead animals. They do have one one very fascinating piece that uh, I was just calling Bears on Bears, where it's a, it's a polar bear. Uh, uh, polar bear on black bear, or on brown bear on black bear. Yes. No, black bear on brown bear on polar bear. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, all, little, all it was like a little there. bear menage a trois. Yeah, it was a bear menage a trois. Yeah, where the, the black bear was providing the, uh, well, the grizzly bear was the sandwich, I suppose, in between the the polar bear and the black bear. I guess that would, that's how that would kind of work. So anyway, it, they had the bears on bears there. Um, hung out at Chair 5 for a little while. What were you, Do you have any thoughts on this? Uh, uh, like Chair 5 was awesome. Time? The okay. pizza was very good. Okay. I ate way too much food this entire time. I actually... I literally tried to literally. button my pants uh, yesterday, and I could not do it. <laughs> Seriously, I mean, my God, because we just eat. Because when you when you eat, you eat because you're like it, it's far few and far between. Like you have like two big meals a day. So my like meal uh, one day consisted of a cheeseburger and fries, a giant one, and then deep dish pizza, <laughs> which is what we did. <laughs> Breakfast had a giant cheeseburger and fries, then deep dish pizza. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Hey, that's that's okay. Mm-hmm. It's it's vacation. And then more pizza for dinner. Yep, and then there was more pizza yes, later. Yes, there was more. A lot of pizza. So much pizza. So we proceeded from there to end up uh, going around turning an arm. And we still, I was still really trying to, I really wanted you to see a moose or a bear or something. Oh, I know. And I wanted to too. And so there is a game reserve that you can pay to go into. I didn't want to cheat. But that's cheating. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's cheating to go into the game reserve and see. You'll get to see all the animals, all of them. They're all there in the game reserve and, you know, in like they're rehabilitating them or whatever they're doing. But didn't want to didn't want to cheat. Mm-hmm. So ended up going around there and heading off to this tiny town called Hope. Hope was a big deal during the mining. Like it was a big deal during that gold. It was rush. a miners' town. Yeah, right? it was a miners' town. Used to have a lot of people in it. Now there's hardly anybody in there. I mean, I would say I was asking Gavin because he goes there quite a bit, and he wasn't exactly sure, but. During the summer, there can be a you know a couple thousand people that come in there for the summer. Yeah, but, but he was saying winter, like people like, like 40. 50, 40 or fifty, yeah. something like that, that are that are full time residents that live there. And you drive into this little place, and it's really cool because a lot of the old buildings are still there, 
uh, the mining buildings. There's the schoolhouse where the, it was the schoolhouse for from like 1930 to like 1986 or something like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, something crazy that's still there and now it's a library. But there's there's all these little buildings and all the old mining equipment. It's a really neat little place that I think a lot of people don't go to. Mm-hmm. And you get down there and you you drive through the little town and you get down to the waterfront. And that is where, um, where a couple of years, actually, if you listen to Fun Employment Radio for this long, when I went up to Alaska for Gavin's wedding, this is where his wedding was. Yeah. Was in Hope, Hope, Alaska. And so there's like old shows that you can listen to where I talk about this stuff. But this this was the first time I think I've been back there since then. And it's this really, really just special little place where you're right down on the water. Um, there's like a little marsh that walks out to the, goes out to the water. Oh, okay. Here's some, somebody said Hope Population 2010, uh, 192. And that's probably including all of the people, you know, that are way back up into the woods mm-hmm. outside of there. There's cabins forever. Yeah, because Hope that's itself. That's probably including like, that. Yeah. I, oh, I bet it is because yeah. it's just one, basically two roads. Yeah. It's just the road from the highway to get into it and then the main road, which is like the old the old town yeah. area. Yeah. Yep. And and you go down there and there's this one. You Well, first off, everybody waves. Like if you see anybody inside the road, you wave. That's just how it is. Mm-hmm. Wave hello, and there's a there's a lady there who has what does it say? It's like world's best souvenir shop or something like that. Yes, or, world's best. Yeah, world's best. Best in the world. Best in the world. Best yeah. in the world. Yeah, this tiny little shack. That's a little store, and you go down there, and there at the end of it is uh, Sea View. The Sea View is the bar there. It's the bar. It's the restaurant, and they've got a big like out, outdoor little patio area, and that's. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's where people go to hang out. And that's that's it. And that is the only thing on on that street. Apparently, that's where they have the town meetings. And that's, that's they have town meetings in the bar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this bar is tiny, but it is absolutely awesome. It is so cool. It was you walk so in cool. there, and you really, it's where you can really feel like, okay, I am definitely in Alaska right now, mm-hmm. going into this place. Um, everybody turns around to look when you walk in the door, but it's not like in a bad way. It's just like, you know, you know, some places where you go in, like, everybody looks like, what are you doing here? You're at a, like this, they, they look over, just be like, oh, hey. Yeah. Huh. Oh. How's well, it going? There, there you are. Yeah, there you are. How you doing? Now you're here. Mm-hmm. And we got in there, and uh, and, and we're going to go order a beer. You know, Gavin knows everybody, so he was saying hi to the bartender. And we ordered this beer, and there was this couple sitting at the... Up at the bar. Uh, the bartender's name was Eugene, I remember. Eugene, like, yeah. Oregon. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, and so there was this couple at the bar, and, you know, they, they were having fun. They're just kind of hanging out, talking. And they they look at us somehow. They they asked where we were from, and guys like, from Alaska, and we said, oh, we're from Oregon. They're like, well, we're from Oregon, too. We're in Oregon. We're like, Portland. They're from Portland. They're, turns out they're from Northeast Portland. They live in Northeast Portland. They live in Northeast Portland. Yeah. And we saw that, and they were just sitting there <laughs> at this bar in there Hope, are, Alaska. There are only... 10 people in this bar. Yeah. And it's in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Like you actively, like hope is just one you of You got to seek it out. You don't you accidentally have, get to yeah, it. Yeah. You, it isn't something you just stumble upon. Like you get yeah. off the highway and you take a series of small roads to get there. Like yeah. you know where you're going. It's not on the way to anywhere other yeah. than a trailhead. That's, that's it. Out of the 10 people in the bar, two of them that just, we happen to like stand next to you to order the beers end yeah. up being from Portland. Yeah. So, so we, uh, we were talking to them for a minute and they were fascinating. It was uh, Gloria and... And Brayden. And Brayden. Yeah. Okay. And so we were talking to them for a bit, and somehow we got on the topic of um, Oregon State, you know, because I went to Oregon State, and he's like, oh, well, then you might know um, 
Well, before we even got there, they were asking all about Fun Employment Radio because they asked what we did, and I had my Fun Employment Radio hat on, and then they were ge- they were getting ready to download it, and they were like, oh, you know, uh, also, my son's really into podcasts, so I'll, I'll let him know about it. I bet he would like that. And we get to talking about Oregon State, and he's like, oh, um, well, then maybe, maybe you know who my son is. Uh, do, you, do you know the name Cole Gillespie? And I do know that name. So I was like, yeah, I I know who Cole Gillespie is. You know, he was a, he was a big deal. He was... Um, yeah, you know, he was Pac-10 Player of the Year when the Beavers yeah. won. You know, like I said, when the Beavers won the when national the championship. Won. Well, yeah, it was it was really fucking cool. The Beavers won the College Baseball World Series back to back. So it's kind of uh, friggin' awesome because they're really good at baseball. And Cole Gillespie was their best player. And so, so uh, this guy's like, oh yeah, well, uh, Braden. He's like, yeah, oh Cole, that's my son. <laughs> And I'm like, you're, you're Cole Gillespie's dad? <laughs> He's like, yeah. At a s- tiny bar yeah. in Hope, Alaska, the smallest place ever? Yeah. And so... He's like, oh, well, uh, yeah, we were trying to get some internet to check the Marlins scores because he plays for the Marlins now. Wow. Because he played for the Mariners last year or something like that, and now he plays for the Marlins. So it was just so random. And then Gloria, who is uh, Braden's wife, we were talking to her. She was super awesome. She owns an embroidery shop here in Portland. And she, we were talking to her for a little bit, and she's like, uh, her son's also part of the business. He went to New York. Long story short, she just did... Uh, like thousand jacket order for Jay Z and Beyonce <laughs> for Jay Z and Beyonce. Yeah, and uh, it was just the strangest thing. It was yeah. awesome. They were both so cool, and we're like, "This is weird." Yeah, yeah. It was just bizarre, you know, meeting people this that far. So, I met a professional baseball player's dad and yeah. uh, this woman who was just commissioned to make a thousand jackets for Jay Z and Beyonce. <laughs> it was just, and we're at this tiny bar where everyone. It yeah. was just so bizarre. It was, it was really crazy. So they were very cool, uh, very, very, very cool. And they said they were going to listen to the show. I don't know if they ended up liking the show or not, but they, they had already downloaded. I told it them we were crazy. Somehow. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, all right, well, you. I'm like, just so you yeah. know, I'm not, I'm not kidding. We're crazy. Yep. Like. And oh, so, by the way, do, do you know that uh, Kenny, our, our Kenny, is friends with Cole Gillespie on Facebook? Oh, really? Huh. Maybe he knows him. That's odd. Yeah. Well, maybe. Oh, you know why? Because uh, I think the uh, Westland. Oh. I probably wasn't supposed to say where Kenny was from, but oh, he well. said it before. Okay, well there yeah. it is. Yeah, you're fine. I think they, they I wonder, they may have gone to high school together mm-hmm. for all I know. So anyway, uh, that was uh, that was kind of our experience there. Hung out in at the Sea View. In uh, Hope, Alaska, and then ended up making our way. I can't wait back to go to back Anchorage. and spend more time there sometime. And that's what I want to know, like your overall thoughts, like because this was this was your first time up there. And what do you, what are your overall thoughts of Alaska? I loved Alaska. I think yeah. the um, Anchorage was it was just as it seemed because everyone told me that it was kind of uh, like a tougher city, and it totally was. There, I mean, it was just as it. I can see because like drinking is a really big problem there. Yeah, you know, as, as know, and you can definitely see it. It's really apparent, like with the people walking down the street and everything. I mean, it's just it, the people. A, a lot of them are kind of a mess. Yeah. Um, that being said, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the other other people are great, and like there's some definitely like hidden gems in Anchorage. However, in Alaska, uh, I think the thing I was most surprised about are how normal the people were that were like living off the grid, or you know actually living in Alaska and just kind of doing their own thing, and how happy they all seemed yeah and that's and that's absolutely and how beautiful it is it was so gorgeous i never thought that it would be as beautiful as it was yeah 
It's it's absolutely incredible. I mean, we live incredible. in the Northwest, which is one of the most beautiful places in the world. It is. And I mean, and Alaska is just, oh. It's like the Northwest on a million steroids. It, it one-upped it. it yeah. yeah, it 10-upped it, it. Yeah. Yeah, it yeah. is. It, it is. There's, there's nothing nothing compares to it. It's unbelievable. Like, I, uh, pictures don't do it justice. Mm-hmm. I've never seen anything like that. I've, I've traveled to many places. This is the first time, like, it just felt like something different. It was, it, it's just a really special place. It really is. Yeah, it's just, it's incredible. I mean, even so much, it's so incredible that like when I was looking at people living off the grid, I'm like, huh, maybe I could do that. Like I was actually considering if maybe I could <laughs> do it. Like I can't, yeah. but right. I mean, but it looks enticing enough yeah. to want to even like, like think about it. Yeah. Yeah. And see, and that's, that's, that's saying a lot. As Simon says, it's like the Northwest on meth. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, I suppose so. And then it's nature on meth. In a good way. Mm. Nature on bath salts? No, I don't know if that works. Yeah. Anyway, but I mean, but that uh, and also, but the 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 crazy in Anchorage is strong. Oh, it's very strong. It is so strong. Like it's just like you know, like that one guy that you see walking down the street who's like talking to himself, like maybe once every like other month that you see. This is like every block you see yeah. that guy. Different versions of that guy. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Yep. And it's just like nobody walking on the streets of Anchorage is up to anything good. <laughs> That's what Sarah kept we saying. We started playing that game. Yeah. Oh, I think we talked about it on the last show. It's like we were playing like uh, who's up to good. Yeah. Let's see if we can find a single person and could not. Yep. Could not the entire time. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it is it, it is absolutely fantastic. And so that was kind of our trip there. You know, like we said, we've got all the pictures and the videos and everything that's up at, on our Facebook page. And then on Twitter, you can see all of it on there, on there too. I do want to say thank you to Next Adventure. For providing me with a hat that I wore. Oh my goodness! Of uh, course, while I was up there. And a uh, water filter that you used. And a water filter. Uh, nextadventure.net. Uh, Next Adventure, located right here in Portland. Fine sponsor, Fun Employment Radio. Uh, they would be. Uh, they very much approve of Alaska. Oh, I, I believe <laughs> so. I approve of Alaska. If you ever get a chance to, I mean, uh, that's how we got our super cheap tickets. Uh, yeah. By I mean, just look up tickets. If you can get cheap tickets, like, go and check it out. It's totally worth it. Yeah, it is. It is absolutely a fantastic place. So went up there. Now, while we were up there, there were a couple of things that happened um, that we didn't get a chance to uh, to talk about here on air. Oh, tell me more. We got a couple of happy birthdays. Oh there my we get goodness, to. we have birthdays. Yes, indeed. First up, we need to say happy birthday to Mister Thomas Gill. We're a little late, Thomas. Yep. But happy birthday, happy buddy. Happy birthday. <laughs> we love you. Thanks for all you do. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. I'm damn right. Um, we also need to say happy birthday to one of my oldest friends ever, and that is Dan. Oh, It was Dan's birthday Danny. while we were gone. Oh, so happy birthday to Dan. Happy birthday, Dan. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Hot damn right. Bum, bum, bum. And finally, yesterday, it was somebody from the network here. <gasps> You've heard of the Carl show starring Jason. Well, there's no Jason without Carl. Oh. And it was Carl's birthday. Oh, my goodness, Carl. Happy- Is he turning like 25? Yes, I yeah, think, I think so. so. All right, I happy twenty twenty-five. Happy twenty-fifth birthday, yes, Carl. <laughs> happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Damn right. There we go. Is that all the Elvis birthdays? Yes, it is. All right. Well, uh, one more thing. So we. We do have, uh, if you're just listening to this show, we've got another special episode of Fun Employment Radio that was going up today, too, episode 1421, that will feature our entire interview with Jessie Mae Peluso. Yes. Oh, she was so great. She is fantastic. She is such a wonderful woman. 
She is, uh, yeah, she she is. She is really, really awesome. So that episode will be up uh, 1421. This is episode 1420. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. Of course, you can send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. One quick side note, uh, which... uh, so I'm also going to Canada over the weekend. So I'm heading oh up to my Victoria. God, get over yourself. So I'm not going to be here Monday for a show. So we're not going to do a show on Monday. But you get two shows today. Yay! Yay! Well, I'm going to Bremerton this weekend. Yay! Uh, so uh, yeah, no show on Monday. But then we're back to the regular schedule on. This Tuesday. is it. This is the last time that we're just throwing you through the loop. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, until we yeah. do it again. I yeah. mean, we got to take vacation sometimes, too. Mm-hmm. You know? I mean, it's important. So that's what's going to be happening on Monday. But like I said, you get two shows today. Thank you so much, everyone, for your support. You guys are fantastic. We appreciate each and every one of you. Of course, if you enjoy the show, download it. Post on Twitter, at Funump Radio. Um, just uh, have a great weekend. Yeah, have a wonderful weekend, friends. Yeah. We love you. Yay. All right. We'll be back on Tuesday with more Fun Employment Radio. Like a... You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network, 